Report in. Red 10 standing by. Red 9 standing by. Red 3 standing by. Red 6 standing by. Red 9 standing by. You're listening to the Ion Cannon Podcast. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far, far away. This is it. He laser clickers. Welcome to the Ion Cannon Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen, and I'm joined by my friends and co-hosts, Tom and William. Today, we're discussing Season 1, Episode 14 of The Resistance, titled, The Doza Dilemma Delivers a Delightful Episode. No. No. Good try. No, no, no. Gotta give him props. He tried. That failed as hard as the Pirates' plan in this episode, so no. No, William. That wow. is a great segue. Let's talk about... Sorry, sorry. So, yes, it's called The Doza Dilemma. William, tell us more about the episode. Yeah, so we, we have no announcements for once today. I know, yeah, I no know. So we, we this week, uh, we're reviewing Star Wars Resistance Season 1, Episode 14, The Doza Dilemma. It was written by Gavin Hynight and directed by Sergio Paez. Uh, and again, in this episode, as Sonara settles into life on the platform... She is contacted by her pirate compatriots for a new mission. She is thrown into a tight spot when she learns that the object of the mission is her new friend, the captain's daughter, Toradoza. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Now, I mean, I really, I thought this was a great episode. Um, it really upped the stakes quite a bit and um, kind of started to, to move the story along in a, in a pretty big way, especially after the last two episodes where things were kind of, uh, a bit on the slow side and you know we i mean they kick things off by giving a star killer base right away in commander we get a commander that was higher cool. and really a bunch of the first order and they're you know obviously as we as you know viewers know craig and gore and the pirates have been working with the first order behind the scenes to kind of do these pirate attacks and, and to trick captain Doza into thinking that they need the first order security um but we, we start to learn that things are not really as um, I think that's not going quite as smoothly as one might think. I mean, Cragen is, he's getting, um, uh, well, Pyre is getting annoyed by Cragen Gore's performance. Cragen then decides he wants, that's the right opportunity to ask for more money, uh, or, or he's out. Don't they all want more money? <laughs> exactly. It's always, it's, it's always, always more money. And they, yeah. and they come up with a plan, uh, which is to, uh, I mean, they, they try to keep this under wraps. The episode does, but. Um, the plan is to kidnap uh, Tora Doza, who is obviously very close to Captain Doza. And, uh, well, originally we think that maybe that they might try to ransom her or something, but um, or that the you know the First Order will pay quite a bit for Tora. But, uh, you know, they have other plans. Mm-hmm. Um, well, of so, course they would. Of so course- when, uh, uh, so I was going to say, when Craig and Cor- Gore actually got a hold of Snora on the platform to kind of give her a heads up something was going on and they were going to come and and do some kind of mission. Do you think that she knew who the target was at that point? Uh, no, I don't know. I think it's, uh, I don't think Sonara find out at all. We get, we get that pretty obviously later when, well, yeah, that's later. Yeah. When Craig yeah. And, um, uh, when, when Craig and doesn't tell her and she finds out who the target is and, and, and pretty much, she she calls Craigan right away and begs mm-hmm. almost for um her him not to kidnap Tora, and okay. that's when he says you know she's actually getting soft like there there's clearly a lack of trust going on here. Mm-hmm. Okay, now remember I think a couple episodes back didn't I mention something about maybe Sonora kind of turning and kind of going away from the pirates, and this could be another another way of her to turn against them. You did. Hey. <clears throat> I called it. Look at that. In a Tom. way, we don't know yet, though. No, wait a minute. We don't know yet, though. The, sh- the episodes are not over. Yeah. I, you're not wrong. It could not wrong. could go a, some other way, but I would be very surprised. Yeah, so would I. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I think she's she's definitely softening up a bit, and we're starting to see this rift. But based on how things are going uh, with, uh, with, with Kaz... I mean, Kaz has always believed in Sonara to the point where he's constantly trying to go over and say hi to her and uh, kind of uh, be friends with her. I think, but, he's, I, I think they're trying to imply he's got a bit of a crush on her because didn't didn't um, 
Oh God! Didn't Taz kind of give him a little bit of a a, a nudge that way? Uh, totally. And when although he denied it, he then proceeds to like smell himself and make sure he doesn't sleep yeah. before he heads over. Yeah, did he so. kind of hike his collar, going, "Hey, no, I'm yeah. fine. Yeah, I know. No, yeah, yeah, no. yeah, totally. Um, but like, you know, if if Sonara, whilst well, Sonara's sympathies definitely definitely lie with uh with those on the Colossus, she's also feels. I think obligated to help out Kragen. So she's kind of caught in the middle. So we see in this episode, she does try to help out Kragen mm-hmm. while also ho- trying to fight for, uh, for, for Tora. And uh, ultimately that, you know, she, she doesn't, she fails or you could say she didn't try hard enough or whatever. She still helps the pirates. But um, well, didn't they, didn't but, they kind of call her out on that too? When they got out of the platform, I mean, got out of the uh, shipping container. I thought one of them may have called her out saying, yeah, she t- a little exactly. Soft. She, you know, well, yeah. she took her, she took her time, but, but I guess the point is now that Kaz, Kaz over, you know, he sees her working with these guys, the, these two, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about those pirates in a moment. He sees her working with those two. And at the end of the episode, it's very obvious. He knows, and he and BB eight know She's either helping the pirates or she's one of them. And so that will put a, make a, put a whole new rift in their dynamic, which, you know, I wonder just, just when she was starting to start to side with them, Mm -hmm. maybe they won't trust her anymore, or maybe they'll kind of push her away. Um, So I think where they take things next will be very interesting. I think it would be interesting if Kaz is supposed to be the quote unquote spy, if he figures out a way to do it, he could kind of make her feel like she's a friend and use her to get information. He could always figure out a way to turn her. Mm-hmm. That's a possibility to get more information about the pirates. Cause yeah, it could go so many ways right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm very, uh, very interested to see. I, I think it's, I, I really like this whole story of Sonara start you know kind of being caught in the middle and, and starting to become more trying to maybe leave the pirates and mm-hmm. she's being torn between these two two worlds right now but two factions but um yeah, steven i was gonna say it's certainly not kind of where i expected uh rebels to go it almost feels like the sh- not rebels excuse me resistance to go mm-hmm. it's all these r names what are we gonna have next yeah uh but i no, like it you know the show was you know, very much leaning in one direction for the first, I'd say, half of the season, and it's it's mm-hmm. really taken a turn. I think for the better. I, uh, I agree. In the last couple of episodes, mm-hmm. I agree. For sure, for sure. So, you know, Sonara, uh, she she at Kriggan's orders um, lets these two new pirates uh, onto the ship through uh, this cargo container that they were hiding in. She kind of gets through security and helps them get out, um, and 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 get into Sonara uh, into the into the tower. Um, I do find it interesting that she she goes along with them still, but again, you know, she's probably she's probably torn here. But um, mm-hmm. I think so, and you can see throughout like she's kind of justified in her mind because she doesn't actually uh, she doesn't know who the target is. Figures right. it's just someone who doesn't really matter and you know maybe it'll be okay you know very classic uh you know when you're on the bad side and you're trying to justify why it's okay and you're not changing your behavior yet exactly which of course mm-hmm. makes her discovery that they're going after uh why can i not remember her name ever tora tora <laughs> i don't i i think i keep wanting to go to dora because i'm combining <laughs> oh, tora geez. plus doza oh, that's Oh. Very much the wrong thing. Does she carry a uh, map pack with her? No. Sonara um, no swiping. Sonara yeah, no swiping. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, I mean, she's but a pirate, so you she know. Doesn't, yeah, she doesn't know who the target is, and so she's justified. It's okay. It's okay that she's yeah. selling out someone. Yeah. But it's only when she finds out it's Tora, not Dora, uh, that she starts to have this kind of questioning of her conscience. Yeah, I like it. It's a, it's a it's a good it's a good dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. So, um, speaking of the, the the pirates, what did you guys think of the the two new pirates, uh, Valak and Drell? Uh, one of them, one of them was kind of like a cross between Zabrak and Ara Singh. She was, yeah. she was, yeah, yeah totally, the same species totally as Ara Singh. 
In fact, yeah, I thought it was really cool. StarWars.com yeah, cool today just revealed for the first time Ara Singh's species name because her species uh-huh. had never been named before. Interesting. She's a Paladuvian. Uh, 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 Paladuvian. So that's that's now uh, Ara Singh's species has a name. And Interesting. Valak that's is exciting. is one of them. Also. No. Wonder, wait a minute, no wonder it looked familiar. Uh-huh. But she also had the head spikes too, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, okay. So it was slightly different, but, yeah. but you could tell same same species. Oh, yeah. Also, like voice, did you recognize the voice at all? No. Oh, jeez. Should I have recognized it, William? Voiced by the one and only I'm... Jennifer Hale from Knights of the Republic and many, many other uh, things. And Aura Singh and Aura from Singh. Clone Wars. Uh, no, Ala Sakura. Sorry. God, wow. <laughs> the other I, A. The other A name. God, yeah. Wow. This is. <laughs> it is a Monday night. It God, is. It is. Our, is. our yeah, last is. Monday night episode. You know, went, sorry. I guess it was a Tuesday night last time. Yeah, it was a Tuesday. That felt like a I, Monday, see, but okay, it went very so, well. Yeah, no. That, see, it didn't go like a Monday night. This is a Monday night. Oh, but it, we're doing I'm, fine, though. But you know what? Well, well speak for yourself. We'll. we'll uh, okay. we, 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 don't worry about it, Steve. That's okay. Yeah, I, I, I just, You guys just tell me when I have the name wrong, please. We will. We got Thank you. you. We got you. If I say no <laughs> swiping, you know which one you got wrong. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. Anyway, so, but, okay, so. That's bad. Drell, Drell was the other guy, right? The other pirate. He uh, yeah. almost, oh, God, what what was I? He reminded me of another one. I, I can't remember what I was going to say. He was crossed between. But he also had a famous voice behind him, correct? Uh, David Shaughnessy. Sounds uh, familiar. Where sounds I, familiar, but again, yeah. Help me out here, William. Yeah, William, come on. How, I know you're why do you up think right I? We're talking. No, there's no way I would actually be typing right this second. Yes, no, he is a. Uh, he's um, uh, he's known for Labyrinth, and it's pretty much. Oh no, here we go. Yeah, he's got a bunch. Okay. Uh, okay yeah so he's he was also in Sonara score actually so this isn't the first time we've seen it but yeah he's been in a bunch of other uh, uh things he was he played uh, oh that's what it was he played Oresco and Grint in uh in Rebels Star Wars Rebels Commander Oresco and Taskmaster Grint don't that's remember those characters at all I they don't recognize the name and uh okay. a lot of other stuff big big voice actor um mm-hmm. big hero six bunch of stuff so Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Um, but cool. Uh, yeah, I, I just was very excited to see Jennifer Hale because I think she does such a great job. She and does. I, as soon as she's on, like, I recognize that name. Oh, that, that voice. I mean, I recognize that voice. I going to say, there's long ago, there's a wonderful interview that uh, Austin, myself, and William, were you there for it? Uh, for the EU Cantina, we did a. Uh, Interview of Jennifer Hale. Oh, we did. She was I, oh my was, god, that was that a long brings time back ago. It was a long. I will never forget it, just because we were doing. I should say it was a podcast interview, just like this. And it's imagine when you're talking to someone, and all of a sudden they're switching between characters that you very much recognize. Wow, and it is very creepy and really, really cool. <laughs> That's I cool about at the same that. time. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. anyway. She did a fantastic job in this episode too. Hmm. So in this episode, get back to it, we actually get back to Aunt Z's Tavern. And we get to see for the first time, is this the first time in Star Wars we ever got to see somebody playing darts? I think there were, no, it was in the opening of the, se- the oh, first what? season. The first episode, oh. remember? Because Kaz throws the dart and oh, that's right. um, hits, what's his name? You know. It's, it's, been so name? Lo- it's been so long since you've been back to Aunt Z's Tavern. That's true. It was nice to have a little bit more time there this in this episode, yeah. I think. And it was just fun to see all of our characters just kind of hanging out and, you know. Oh, I forgot. I forgot to see the guy. Was was the guy that I ever say that I'm going to cosplay? Was he at the bar just sitting there the drinking? The old guy? I yeah, the old guy? No, I, I, I didn't, didn't see him, see him either. Doesn't mean he wasn't there. Well, he could have been somewhere. He could have been passed out on one of the tables in the back. I'm sorry, lying down because he was tired on one of the tables <laughs> in the back. So. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, you know. You often get tired, right? Oh, of course, <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Um, but I'm telling you, Kaz, Kaz is very funny because I guess when he enters and 
you know, I'm sorry, when Sonara enters, Kaz like really gets excited to see her. And he's like, well, you know, he's got a crush on her. You know, okay, so here's the most interesting comment, uh, though, from that whole scene. Kaz okay. says, uh, and we talked about this a few a few episodes ago, but um, Kaz says that he it's been a while. How about, excuse me, specifically Kaz says he makes a comment about how they never see Sonara anymore. We just saw her two episodes ago uh, hey. in Bebo on the docks. And so if they we don't never, know how much time has passed. Well, that's exactly my point. I think this just yeah. shows that the series is progressing very fast, and we're only checking in every once in a while because there's a lot of time that's passing. If if you know, I never see you anymore was only two episodes ago. Um, they must be closing that that gap pretty darn fast to uh, the Force Awakens, and I, I suspect it's going to be coming up pretty darn soon. Well, if you if you've seen the previews for this season. I mean, it really goes yeah. right into Force Awakens, so they have got a lot of ground to cover. Oh yeah. How many episodes how many episodes from this point are left actually? Uh there are twenty two episodes total this season. So there's we are on left. episode thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh it's it's coming up. Um some of the episode titles are available online if you want to go look for them. I don't wanna spoil people at all, but um I think Things are going to uh, pick up pretty pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Um, now there was something that did happen within this sequence when the two pirates came onto the platform and asked Sonara to fight, figure out a way to get into the tower. How convenient was it that Tora invited everybody to go hang out in the tower, and it just so happened that you've got Sonara is there to try and figure out a way to get inside, and she now I guess has a code to get into the tower kind of convenient i mean i assume she always had a code to get into the tower so no not sorry sorry. tora has the code tora's got the code it's a little i i question her uh security sense when she's given that thing out just to anyone oh yeah willy-nilly yeah which like i mean i i get the sentiment she just she clearly loves she's clearly desperate for friends because yeah that's the big thing even after this whole scene she has fun with her friends she runs up to her dad and it's basically like dad 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 i had so much fun with my friends like she's she's desperate obviously and she also you know interrupts her her father's conversation but um it's almost like a trapped princess in the tower yeah if you look at it from that point of view that's a very good point yeah she she totally is and so on the one hand i get giving away the the code you know so that they can come in and, and visit her but man like uh, yeah, it's, it's a little it's a little much like you know hey let me know when you're here and i'll let you in or or whatever especially because you know lest we forget at the end of secrets and holograms she very ominously wondered who are you kazuda ziono right mm-hmm. like she's suspicious of kaz uh and the, the show never really addressed what happened next unfortunately right. so it's been uh, it's been a while, and it's been what four episodes now um, mm-hmm. since she revealed her Definitely. suspicions to the audience. Um, okay, but but what about the other ironic thing about it? In her room, technically, there are two spies with her. <laughs> two out of the three people in the room exactly. are spies. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes, I I thought that was pretty. What funny are the odds as well? Um, Even Peel couldn't have come up with the odds. <laughs> yeah, you know she's like, well, and the, and the <laughs> thing is, she she even remarks to her friends. Well, the, I mean, um, Sonara very obvious obviously starts asking about the security, and to which Tara responds, "Well, my dad just thinks there's you know there's spies on the station." And that's yeah. why I thought it was pretty funny that of the three friends there, two of them, two thirds of the group are are in fact spies. Um, however, the, neither are the spies that the show keeps teasing. Right? They've had the subplot since the beginning that there are there's a first order spy on the Colossus, and we haven't really had any progress in that in that area since the show began. They haven't really yeah, even have dropped we? the faintest clues. Have we? Have we? Have we? Have we? It could be somebody no. that's like right in front of our nose. Well, they haven't like really Tora? dropped clues. Well, it could be Tora. I think, I, I think be... that's what you said, Stephen. It could be Tora. It it could be um it could be Niku. It could just because he's so naive. Jeez. 
I mean, could it, it could be. I don't think it's Miku. I'm still I'm still betting on Tora. And it could be maybe still that giving Tora, away her huh? code then is all part yeah. of her plot. Also, yeah, maybe, I guess, in their whole thing to like, we want to cap the First Order ordering the capture of their spy. Huh? Maybe. I don't yeah, know. There's... Yeah. But e- even know, still, you can see how... I'm, trying, I'm thinking of Stalag 13. It's like, you know, you got the... Yeah, it could be Tora. Could be. Could be. Could be. I'm just the... Like so, she gives a she's give knows she's giving away her you know her code. She makes some pretty serious eye contact with Pyre on the comm. Uh, it makes a certain amount of sense that she's she would know how Doza needs to be pressed in order to surrender to the First Order. Uh huh. Is it you know Nyevade that's causing it, or is she in league with them? Hmm. But then why would she interrupt that, her dad's that so conversation no. with Pyre? You got to look at it from this point of view. Yeah. What would be in it for her to be in league with the First Order? That's a That would be a question to ask. Maybe She's the she daughter of Doza, who's the commander of the platform. But what's in it for her? I doubt they're going to give yeah. you know her command of the platform. Maybe she just doesn't believe that her father is um, is doing the right thing, I guess, and that possible. You know, he used to be a part of the you know the the empire, and has kind of turned his back on their ways or something or other. I don't know. So, so in a, so in a way, she's looking at him as being soft. Because if you listen to Commander Hux and the way he goes off on his speech, mm-hmm. that if it's supposed to be strong and everything else, so. She, for her, feels her father is not strong enough. Eh, it's possible. It's it's possible. It so be. do you think at the end of the season we would know who that spy would be, even if it isn't her? I hope they reveal it, but maybe 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 it's, not. I hope they just start to give us like a little more a few more hints because mm. Stephen, I know I I loved your th- I love your theory that it's Torah, but I think yeah. that's that's not really no, based on any cool. information, is it? It's just a cool guess. Ah, oh, it's a hunch. It's a hunch, right? The More show hasn't I, really like, revealed anything that might suspect. I, that. It's one of the things. Where I I feel that they're leaving very, very, very small clues, but nothing that is in any way conclusive. Like I couldn't. Hmm. And actually, I guess what it is is, uh, it's about as reasonable as me saying that. Uh, Kaz is the first order spy. Like they're thin, not maybe not Kaz, but like it's one of those things. Like I can't tell is the character is I don't want to say that is the character being stupid, but like mm-hmm. is Tora just kind of being written to be kind of carefree and stupid, and so she like gives out her code to anyone because that would fit with how we've seen you know Kaz get portrayed and Niku get right. portrayed, or is it a subtle hint? Hmm. hmm. Yeah, and that's what I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. But I got to tell you one thing. You got to love her room because, man, she's playing with a blaster in her room, shooting at drones. <laughs> it's, and she and she had, that, holograph she had that dance game before. Yeah, hologram drones. And then she had that dance thing before. It's like she, she's got she's got a better Xbox system than you guys may have. <laughs> well, and the little I don't details. Know, it's a very lackluster. Yeah, I, I mean, it's like basically just like point and shoot. It's more like an arcade very simplistic arcade game almost, but mm-hmm. but the, yeah. the little details are cool. Like how the you know if you notice if you look very closely, the the tip of the blaster has a is orange, yep. just like a, a toy gun. Yep, that is or funny. that uh, is cool. Or, or the training remotes are the training remotes Luke used in A New Hope. So I, I like that the, some of the little details there. Yeah, but, notice um, that. And I think when they got hit, didn't they change color and stop? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah, so it's. That's pretty cool. Uh, you know, yeah. unfortunately, Kaz is not good uh, <laughs> with the, yeah. At the game. Uh, yeah, he does better with a real blaster. Yeah, well, right. he, thankfully, he thought better of it after he said it. Like maybe I shouldn't be yeah. advertising that. Um, Sonara though almost reveals herself because she's a crack shot, uh, and uh, Tam is just just okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
you would think because she'd be in that in that room for so long, she'd be a little bit better. No, Tora, at it. but that'd hey, be Tora. Yeah, that'd be Tora. Oh, Tam is the yeah. one who's just average, I guess. Um, but uh, so so yeah, I mean, okay, so Tora interrupts Pyre, the Doza's conversation with Pyre. Um, where do you think Pyre's at right now, as far as accepting the deal? I'd almost assumed that. You mean Dora? Uh, Dora. God. Doza. Sorry. Doza. Uh, wow. Um, wow. Sorry. I'm just, I'm contemplating the mass that is my <sighs> calling Doza Dora. Doza, Doza, okay. Doza. No swiping. The Imperial. No. Yeah. Anyway, um, Doza. I think he's close, honestly. Yeah. Oh. I, I mean, especially he's already, the end. I think he's already struggling. He's already become acclimated to the fact that the First Order are coming in and out, as Kaz has yeah. pointed out. I think the First Order knows that if they just threatening Torah will push him over the edge. I'll be honest. I'd, I'd, I mean, I'd forgotten. I thought that he had almost accepted a few episodes ago. Yeah, but I, I, thought, I, so too. I thought so too, but I think, okay, at the end of the episode, I, I don't want to jump that far ahead, but I think he he reluctantly still didn't want him on the platform. Oh no, I don't think he he's it's yeah. still very reluctant. Yeah, and and even you know, well, I, I don't want to get that far ahead because you know it's it's the end of the episode. We got to get there first because you know you you've got so far you still have Valak and Drell getting onto the platform, and they've got to get into the tower to basically get Tora. And get all that going first before we get to the episode, because the pirates have to kidnap her first. Right, but but Kaz spots them along the way. Yeah, and that that was funny because it's like he's sneaking around. He's got to get better at sneaking. I mean, I know he tries, but they got to get him better sneaking around, man. Because I think a couple times he probably could have been seen. He's got to work on that if he's going to be a spy. I mean, he makes that, you know, kind of cries out too when BB rolls over. His yeah, rolls foot. over his foot. Like, come on, BB-8. He's got to be heavy, though. Jeez. It's true. And uh, so, so Sonara unlocks Doza Tower with the the security code that um, that Tora just conveniently gave her, just not five hours before or something. And uh, although I, 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 watching it, I, I, I had to to wonder, and maybe this is just me being too too much into tech i don't know um, but like usually when you have security codes and everyone has an individual security code they track when security codes are used and it would not be hard to figure out that it was uh torah's personal code that was used to unlock the door at the time right just shortly before she was kidnapped and if it was torah's code well only torah could do that and she was in a room so yeah. it was must have been. Oh wait, Tora, did you give your code away to someone? Well, now you we call that the impossible you, travel problem. You've got it. You've got a good point there. Yeah, <laughs> but you, you can look at it this way again. But she needs friends. Maybe security yeah. overlooks a few things. It might be that this is not the first time that she's done something like that. Perhaps that's possible. Very it's true. Good. Maybe everyone on the on the station has her personal code. I don't know. But uh, I just have to think, if, I was, if I was Sonara, that, I probably wouldn't use. I mean, I know it's convenient and it's easy and it's nice, but man, it's easy to track. Yeah, for sure. And like, really, if you, if you're if you have three people, is it is it you know Kaz or Tam or Sonara? Let's go with the mysterious newcomer first. Yeah, go with Sonara first. Yeah, but that's okay. But uh, but what are you going to do? Again, but then again. If you were her father, Doza, and you look outside of a window and see Kaz running around, you may think Kaz first because he did spot him outside the platform one time. And he even sat there and said, who are you? So that may be the first one he'd go to other than That's you know fair. the mysterious one. That is a fair point. Yeah. That is a fair point. Uh, I also <laughs> appreciated the the return of the droid poppers, which is a nice yes, Clone that Wars was cool. reference. And Valak and Drell take out the security droids, and you know, mm-hmm. when they approach Tora and kidnap her, the 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 shot of their shadow falling over Tora and Buggles, and the fearful look on Buggles' face was just 
very well animated. Oh yeah. Too bad they didn't take Puggles with them. Yeah, Puggles is probably worth something, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Couple Womp Rats. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. It's interesting how Captain Doza finds out from his security droid, uh, 4D, is it, oh God, 4D Min? 4D M1N? So, and, okay, so the security is handled by droids. Um, Don't you really think, uh, okay, the droid, yeah, don't you think to a certain extent if they probably didn't consider droid poppers, but that can't be, effective you'd have to have some kind of other security on the platform than just droids as a backup like you know a couple a, a couple of your you know a couple guys as backup not just droids all the time yeah i mean i don't yeah, know yeah as yeah. i think they're in it the problem is they're in and out so quickly with torah that mm-hmm. it really didn't make there's nothing else they could have done mm-hmm. no that's a good point that's a good point there really isn't like I mean, Once I think, she gave away her code. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And they probably expect, you know, it's much harder to get into the into the tower. Um, I think once you're, although enough people have snuck in. Uh, although, you know, I think once you're inside, they just kind of need those security droids patrolling things. And you would think that if, I don't you know, think. the daughter of the cap, you know, the platform's captain was kidnapped, they could sound the alarm pretty quickly. But, in you know, instead... Uh, and 4D decides to bury the lead and uh, tells tells Doza about like, oh yeah, we have these like, a couple of our droids were taken down and I tried to track them and I did this and I did that and oh, by the way, I think uh, Taurus kidnapped. And you're like, what? Like, tell me that right yeah, now. We're gonna scramble was... the guys. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> yeah, that was funny how that was like last on the list. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. And then and then to actually sit there and have Sonora call up Captain Doza and say, hey, you know, get the aces up because the the guys are getting away with basically your daughter. Um, and it was interesting that she used Jaeger's repairs. Well, I think she had to. Yeah, she she, doesn't, call him she doesn't want to identify no, who it's she true. is. Yeah. Steven, uh, what did you think of the whole uh, rescue sequence with the ships? and the aces? I, I actually really liked it. You know, mm-hmm. we've got a nice uh, speeder plus fighter chase. And so, like, you know, they make uh, rendezvous with, what was it, a sand skiff, I think? Mm-hmm. It was actually a really cool ship. Well, so they, was, they make they meet the little sand skiff, which I think we is from Return of the Jedi, right? It looks very similar, look, yeah. looks of some sort. like it's maybe based on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the bigger thing is when they, I, I sorry, I, this is one of the things where I think it's going to be a little bit divisive for different people. I okay. kind of like that the pirates have a literal pirate ship. <laughs> yes. Okay. Like, no, I, I will admit that. Yes. And there was, was a cool. she, there was a shot earlier with, uh, is it Kerrigan? Uh-huh. The, so he's, you know, where he's talking to Sonar. I'm like, why is he like, sh- like in smoke? That's kind of silly. And then he comes out of his pirate ship comes out of smoke, like something out of uh pirates. Of the Caribbean. I'm like, all right, I get it. It was, it was pretty great. I can, I can, I can be okay with this. I think. It was pretty great, and it's even appropriately named the Galleon. You know, like it's that's the name of the thoroughly ship. ridiculous. And it, it like, but, still, but it's so Star Warsy, right? It looks. I mean, it's got a mast and sails and quote unquote flags and everything. Mm. But in reality, it's just like Lambda class shuttle wings and you know pieces of an ATAT or ATTE. That that's was all the coolest part. Together. Yeah. So it look it's space worthy, but it's. Very, still much a pirate ship, which was awesome looking for sure. Mm-hmm. Thoroughly ridiculous, but I'm totally okay with it too. Is yeah, how yeah. I'm thinking it, it, about it. It, it, it uh, nicely towed that line of ridiculousness while still feeling like it could exist. I'm going to make a request. I want a Lego of that pirate ship. How cool would it be for somebody to figure out how to build that out of Legos? It's pretty cool. That yeah. would be pretty sweet. Not gonna lie. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. And you know, we and get, we finally get we finally get to see the fireball fly again. Yes. Although this yeah, time and early. Can we ex- can we appreciate the fact that it took multiple hits and didn't fall to pieces immediately? Well, it did drop out of a shot briefly to where you almost felt like, Bri- oh okay. god, there it goes. Briefly. 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 But then it was it a nice fake Many, out. many more. Yeah. 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 I think the one the biggest disappointment actually was how 
disorganized the aces were in many ways. Like they, they scrambled yes. them pretty quickly, but um, they, they didn't really know where to go. Uh, it looked like they split up actually with um, Bo and Griff going one direction and everyone else presumably going somewhere uh, in a different location. And um, probably due to the fireball, they actually lost the transponder. And so they, they weren't able to track down Kaz's live location. So they get to, mm-hmm. you know, they were able to find the abandoned speeder bikes where the skiff originally was, but uh, they didn't know where the, the galleon uh, was at all. And, and pretty much kind of um, disappear for the rest of the episode. They don't really do all that much. How that being said, I did appreciate that um, we get to see uh, a lot more of Bo Keevil in this episode because one of the problems we've talked about this a lot. They don't. Yeah. They have not spent much time with the different with the aces. Um, we've got a little bit of you know, some uh, some of the aces we spent some time with. Obviously, Tora, right, um, mm-hmm. and Hype Phazon, um, but the rest we don't really get a lot of. Uh, we've had very little Griff, Holleron, almost almost none. And Bo Keevil has been in the background, but that's it. We hadn't even heard him speak until now. Uh, yep. And that's why I, I really dun, hope they dun, develop dun. these characters more. But I did think it was pretty cool that the voice actor playing Bo Keevil, who was uh, not geez. revealed, when they yeah, revealed the go. aces, they announced everyone except Bo Keevil. So he's been secret for all this time since the series began. And he's actually played by Dave Filoni himself. Ah, that's actually really ah, funny. Do you remember how Dave cool. feels about? Wow, uh, I'm. Why can I not remember their race? Uh, oh yeah, um, Caldorians. Yes, thank you. Yeah, and that's very fitting. If you look at wow. it, he's like gray and yellow. We all should have guessed this. That's like Dave Filoni's favorite Pittsburgh color, Steeler color. Yeah, there Dave Filoni loves the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I don't know how we all didn't guess this. He's a Keldorian with blue, with gray and yellow. <laughs> like, come yeah. on. <laughs> oh, Dave. Now I feel bad for not guessing it. Not that I, I was trying to guess it, but still. Yeah. But well, I, I like it because, you know, Filoni, he played, um, you know, he played Chopper in Star mm-hmm. Wars Rebels. Uh, and he, he'll voice characters here and there. But um, it's kind of a quote unquote bigger character. Although, again, we haven't seen all that much of him. You know, you, you got to give him credit. At least he doesn't have to go to celebration this year and sit there and have somebody ask him who is the voice of this character. And he calls the little girl up and tell them the name and have that person keep it a secret until the end of the series. Yeah. Doesn't have to do that again. Yep. yep. So, yeah. So I, I, I thought that was very cool. But, um, the thing I think I appreciated the most, and again, this is another one one of those things that I think we should have seen coming, but the thing I appreciated the most was actually the nice twist at the end because, you know, just when you think it can't get any worse, you know, uh, Kaz is, is un- unable to fire on this, this ship mm-hmm. because, you know, the fireball is taking damage. The aces are too far away. Their pirates are about ready to escape. They, they land on the, on the, on the, um, the galleon and take Tora off. The first order comes out of the clouds and lands on the galleon. You're like, Oh no, they're going to give Tora up. And what happens, Tom? Well, it ends up that the first order quote unquote rescues Tora and basically turns on the pirates. Totally 100% unexpected, but you can see the logic in the end of why they did it. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's it's brilliant. And he, and he shoots all part. the pirates. Yes. Yeah, now, I'm very double curious. Double crosses them left and right. Well, he doesn't mean, shoot all of them. He shoots well, like, Kerrigan still alive. Is, is Kerrigan still alive? Craig, I think he Kraken is still to... alive because he talks to Sonar at the very end. Yes, that's right. Oh, you're right. You're right. Because I think he does warn her it was a double cross. So, and that's, you know, that going forward is going to be very interesting. Do you think this is going to be the last time we see the pirates? Or do you think the pirates are now going to side, quote unquote, side with the resistance and go after the First Order for their own reasons and not actually side with the resistance? I think we may get something where Kragen and Sonara 
try and get Doza to basically switch sides. Like, to understand that the First Order was tricking them. Because mm-hmm. I, I have trouble believing that Kragen's not, like... The First Order just, you know, messed with him. Great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally left him out to dry. Completely set him up. Completely. So, I, I have to imagine there's going to be payback for that. But it's so good. I mean, it makes sense, right? That they, they've kind of... They've, they've done their job. They were able to to basically convince Doza that they need, you know, they need that, that he needs protection from the first order. And so of course they would double cross the pirates and, and take him out. Um, and then of course that allows major Von Reg to just deposit, you know, bring re- safely take Tora back and drop her off with uh, captain Doza and just really, you know, um, reinforce why he needs the first order's help. Mm-hmm. You know, but but this is this is the point in which at the end of the episode, I really don't think Doza accepted the um, uh, accepted, let's say, the contract from the first order. I think he did at the end say, I would like a little bit more time, but he was forced into taking at least two stormtroopers. Uh, there's certainly he's now got a little bit more of a physical presence there. Yes, he does. And he's reluctantly, I, if I if if I certainly reluctantly, yeah, but reluctantly. I think he's the first order is basically cornering him. He's running oh, out yeah. of options. Oh yeah, yeah. And I and, and the sad thing is, you you almost you almost look at it going, you're he's backed into a corner. You feel sorry for him because they perfectly manipulated the situation to their advantage, 100%. and they've got him over a barrel. Yeah, yeah. Just unbelievable. Just totally unbelievable. It was so well done. I just love the conversation between Von Reg and um, and and Doza, where you know Von Reg's. Oh no, we've been we've been monitoring pirate communications in the area for months. I could say you a know, couple we're only of here to we help. You know, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. I just wanted to make sure I, you know, I want to offer you protection. And in fact, you know what? Out of the kindness of my heart, I'll leave a small security detail with you for your protection. That way yeah, you don't have absolutely. to worry. Just until you consider your agreement. <laughs> it's like well so, played, so well played. Well, and of course, Doza. He doesn't say well he doesn't. Played. He can't. He can't say no. And and, and of course, and Von Reg's like, you know, the, the, these outer worlds are hostile, and you never know what could happen at any given time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you know, they they go back inside, accompanied by the first orders, and really, the invasion has begun i mean it'll really begin next week yeah but the invasion has but it's but the, the, foot, the foothold begun. the foothold is there they've yeah, got two absolutely. troopers there the foothold's there and then we get to see toward the end that's where you see uh Sonar get a call from craig craigan and craigan explains to her that they were betrayed by the first order and any kind of deal that the pirates had with them is now over so that's where it's like what's I hope at some point they continue some kind of storyline with the pirates because I'd like to see something instead of them just go away because they're beaten. Kragan doesn't appear to be that kind of character that would be defeated this easily and be turned on that quickly and not come back for some kind of revenge. At least yeah. that's my opinion. Oh, I, I agree. I, I think they're setting up a big a big battle. And in fact, it's possible. That I wonder if the pirates will actually turn... Uh, and and side with the Colossus. Well, you see that that would be the interesting thing is if Kragen were to somehow get a hold of Doza at like the last minute and say, "Look, this is we were set up. We were contracted to take your daughter. The First Order turned on us. And don't we see a little bit of a battle happening on the Colossus at a certain point in the um, in the um, uh, preview for the rest of the season? That could be the kickoff to where Doza basically says, you know. I'm not going to do it. And the big battle ensues from that point. Yeah. With pirate packing. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, we will see. We but shall it's, see. it's, uh, yeah. I like, I like where they're taking things. Things are picking yep. up, you know, the Kaz was again, very smart in this episode. Um, for the most part. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was awesome this episode. Yeah, yep. it's. Th- I, I like how quickly things are things are progressing, and you really felt 
like you felt the emotion when Toro was kidnapped, mm-hmm. um, which which was which was really nice. So, and the twist at the end, I did not see coming. Did I mean, again, in hindsight, I should have. I should have. I I think to a certain extent, knowing knowing that we know the first order for the amount of years that we've been watching them on screen, we should have seen it coming. But still, like, yeah, you know, yeah. So hell of a way to end an episode. Yeah, I thought they did an excellent job. Yeah, on this, um, yeah. and yeah, I I'm very much looking forward to to next week. So, but but before we get to next week, Tom, w- what would you rate this episode? Well, I am giving this one a seven point five. I enjoyed this episode. I, not nah, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I, I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm giving it an eight. Oh, okay. I'm giving this an eight. Yeah, I'm I'm bumping wow. it up. Changing uh, mid mid review. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I liked it. I really the, the best thing about it is it definitely moved the story forward, and it definitely shows some beautiful manipulation by the first order to get what they want. And and in a way, it was just subtle enough that even though we saw you know what happened happened, it was subtle enough to where it's like you know what. I, I, it worked. The, the, it worked on Mary. I give it an eight. I can't say more about it. I'm going to take my eight womp rats and let me see what I'm going to do with my eight womp rats. Um, you know what? In the briefcase that Colonel Pyre was offering, or he was, he was carrying a briefcase, right? He had a case. Mm-hmm. Okay. Inside that, as a peace offering, it was, it was eight womp rats. I'm going to leave you, Captain Doza. These ain't womp rats. Not only these two First Order troopers for security, but these eight womp rats are also going to be security on the platform for you to use however you want. It's not bad. It's yeah. very nice of you, Tom. Uh, yeah, yeah. they're going to have lasers on their backs. I mean, they're going to like be cannon fodder, shows. but you know. Yeah, well, definitely, because the lasers every once in a while when they try to use them, they'll probably shock them or explode, but you know, there you go. Yeah, William, please, please, please take it. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I'm actually going to uh, give this an eight out of ten as well. Uh, again, I thought there was a, a lot of tension in this episode. Uh, I, I liked the dynamic between the pirates and the first order, and the, the first order portraying them and manipulating the pirates every step of the way, and then using the whole situation to manipulate Doza. And um, you know, it's we we've seen some of this manipulation in the past, but I thought they just did a really good job pulling it all together and i'm very excited to see where they uh how they kind of up the ante next week so yeah i'm uh i'm gonna give it eight womp rats out of ten and my eight womp rats oh um to be honest, didn't actually think about this yet my my eight womp rats are um they're they're there they're like clinging to the fireball piecing it together as it flies <laughs> wow. through the oh they're helping bba the so that's, helping BBA. that's why it didn't fall apart immediately exactly it all makes sense now yeah, yeah. exactly it was actually the eight womp rats was, that were flapping their arms real fast to make it rise back up at one at one point the wing you know got shot off and they're just desperately holding the two pieces together with all their yep. might yep that exactly. works exactly you're up steven all right so I guess I'll make it unanimous. I'm also going to give it an 8 out of 10 Womp Rats. It's just a solid episode. Uh, I feel like the plot moves forward. We got some a good mix of action. None of the characters are kind of too out there and crazy. Like, I was genuinely happy with it. Like, it was a good episode, I guess I would say. Um, good. And it, the pirate ship is ridiculous, and I still kind of love it. Like, <laughs> yes, I really do. Um, On a Lego. But look, there was... There was one small thing that I had an issue with, but don't worry. I've got eight Wamprats that are going to kind of fix it for me. Uh-oh. Uh, so, you know, the pirates send off their speeder bikes often, you know, across the ocean. Oh, forgot about that. And, you know, how, how did they get it to just keep going straight? There were eight Wamprats, four on each, that are just sitting there holding the accelerator and steering it out there. Totally makes sense. That's, you know, got to nice. learn. Nice. So, in a way, you're letting those eight Wamprats be fodder for that big beast that was what last episode that kind of kind of came and got its little child from um, Nico. Exactly. Okay. Nice. Totally works. Well, next week things, the, the first orders, um, 
uh, occupation continues or ramps up, starts, you know, a little bit, I would say continues, but officially it starts because next week we have season one, episode four, 15, 15, uh, the first order occupation. Uh, they're, they're starting to kind of, you know, get their tendrils onto the station now, but it'll be a full scale occupation next week when Kaz scrambles to help Sonara escape the platform as the First Order sends a contingent of stormtroopers to hunt a spy. Ooh. Bum, bum, bum. So which spy? Do you think it's Sonara is the spy in this case? Because, like, we, we know Kaz is a spy. He's the resistance spy. Um, we have Sonara, who's the pirate spy, although she's less uh, allied with them now. And then mm. we have um, we, we have the unknown First Order spy. The First Order is obviously not going to send a contingent of stormtroopers to hunt their own spy. So I'm thinking maybe they're going, I'm going with Sonara. I'm going with a fourth option. A fourth I'm gonna go spy? There's no, a I'm going to go with spy. Everyone and their brother's no. a spy. No no no, 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 no. Okay, okay. We'll put it this way. Knowing, as we've seen Kaz throughout this whole series, Kaz is probably going to think it's Sonora. And that's why he's scrambling to try and help her escape. The First Order may just look at it as, okay, she's a criminal, let's just arrest her. But maybe there is an actual other spy on the platform that is not Kaz or Sonara or the First Order spy. Maybe there is somebody. Maybe there is a different, quote-unquote, resistance spy on the platform. I go with the fourth option. Yeah. Because in this case, I'm going to play this as, to make it easier for everybody, um, case of mistaken identity. Kaz is going to mistakenly think it's Sonara they're after when really it's, they're not after her. They're after somebody else. Sure. Yeah. Interesting. You, you might okay. be right. Yeah. I like that theory. Either way, we will find out in uh, you know just a, a couple of days. Um, yep. But in the meantime, we you can watch the Doza Dilemma over and over as you enjoy the nice twists and turns. And remember, no swiping. Oh, I thought you were going to say the force will be with you always. But we can go with no swiping, too. <laughs> I think on that note, good night, everybody. And we'll be back next week with the First Order Occupation. Thank you for listening to the Ion Cannon Podcast, your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far, far away. For over a decade, Ion Cannon has covered every corner of the saga, from the films and animated series like The Clone Wars and Rebels, to books, comics, games, and more. If you like what you hear, please rate us in your favorite podcast client. Your review will help this show grow within the Star Wars community. We can be found at our website, ioncanoncast.com, and you can follow us through Facebook and Twitter. To email us, you can do so at contact at ioncanoncast.com. The Ion Cannon Podcast is not associated with Lucasfilm, The Walt Disney Company, or any and all of their respective trademarks or copyright holders. Any opinion expressed on the show are that of the hosts. This podcast is a production by fans, for fans, and is copyright 2018.